Russia, Russia, Russland, Russia. Privet and hello to the Why Russia podcast. In this podcast, we normally ask foreigners who live in Russia, why Russia? Today, however, we have the chance to speak with a Russian teacher. Her name is Victoria. She has many followers on the social media accounts. Her name there is Sounds Russian Official. And Victoria, before we start, before I start asking the questions, maybe you can introduce yourself a little bit to the audience. Yeah, hi everyone. My name is Victoria Borovsky and you can find my profile on Instagram. It's Sound Russian Official. I'm a Russian teacher. So actually I had 10 years of teaching experience. So first I started with teaching English and then I just decided that probably it's my like destiny to teach foreigners Russian language because I realized that I can give people more by teaching them Russian, my mother tongue. Yeah, my native language, and not only to share a language, but also some uh, cultural experience, Yeah, because this is my background. So you told us that you have a lot of experience, 10 years, you said. So yeah. what is very interesting for me is always, why do people learn Russian language? There can be different reasons. Yeah, in my opinion, the most popular and the funniest is to marry a Russian woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, yeah, but so many mm. men want to learn Russian because they think that Russian women are the best and they want to marry them. So we have to say that Russian is one of the most spoken languages in the world. Yeah, so it's clear that it's popular and people want to learn it. Yes, yeah, so because if you speak Russian, you can talk to many people in this world. Yes, yeah, so you can meet people from different countries and they will speak Russian and so you can communicate with them. So that's a common reason too. For some people, it's important because it improves their employment prospects because there are many companies that work with Russia and speaking Russian is an advantage for sure. Yeah, culture, I would say culture. Yeah, Russia has a fascinating culture and you can understand this culture deeper if you speak Russian because you can read books in Russian, you can watch movies, so it's always better to understand the culture when you can understand the language. So that's my opinion. Yeah, for many people, Russia is, how to say, a, such a mystery place. <laughs> yeah, such a different place from other places. And they just want to learn some Russian, to come to Russia and to learn this country. Yeah, to understand what is what is this so special? What is something so special about this country? Yeah. And just to make friends, maybe I would say. And interesting, you said that many foreigners they learn Russian language, maybe to find a Russian woman. Are there also like women who want to find a Russian man? Or how is there like the percentage of people who want to find a Russian woman and people who want to find a Russian man? So I have never met <laughs> a woman. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. A foreign woman uh, who would like to marry a Russian man. So do you have such, so do you know such people? I know such people and I think Russian men are really quite attractive scene from like a perspective in Germany and so on. I think okay. it's quite interesting, but very interesting what you told us also that it's about culture. It's of course a mysterious place. Well, what is also interesting is from which countries are most of your students 
Where is the interest at the moment, maybe, especially high when it comes to learning Russian? At the moment, I can see high interest from people from India, Indian people. As far as I know, there are many Indians who want to try themselves in IT. And for some reason, they want to try <laughs> themselves in Russian IT companies. There are a lot of IT companies here in Russia. And yeah, so Indians, I guess, the first. Turkey, I think. So the reason for Turkish people to learn Russian is tourism, because many Russian people travel to Turkey. So it's a typical and common destination for Russian families for summer holidays. Uh, if you speak Russian, yeah, so you can get a good job in a good hotel, for example, or to be a guide yeah, and to get some extra money for this job. And also there are many companies, Turkish companies or people like business. Yeah. Many people in Turkey learn Russian for business. USA, I would say. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Not I don't know why, yeah, but in my opinion, Russia doesn't look that attractive for American people in terms of business, for example. Yeah. But they have great uh, cultural interest in learning Russian. So I have many followers from USA and they, they are very interested in learning and they are eager to use different resources and ways to learn Russian. So they're very active in this. Yeah. So these three are India, Turkey and USA. Very interesting that you said India, Turkey and USA, because India and USA, those are countries that are far away from Russia. So yeah. what about like the European neighbors? What about the interest from Germany, France, Italy and so on? Is there also interest? Because it's very interesting that you mentioned like countries that are so far away. But when it comes to like countries that are neighbors nearly, what about the interest there? Yeah, just one more point. Yeah, from the countries that are so far away from Russia. I guess this is the reason we always want to learn what is unknown. Yeah, so there's, we're so far from each other and that's why we want to learn something about each other. Yeah, talking about countries that are closer, I would say Serbia, but the thing is that Russian and Serbian, I'm sorry, yeah? <laughs> I'm not sure about the real name of this language in English. Many words sound similar and for people from Serbia, it's pretty easy to learn Russian. And so that's why probably they choose this. Yeah. I have many followers from uh, Italy and France. Mm. So they seem more interested in learning Russian than Germany, for example, mm. or Austria. But when I was a student, I was really surprised when I found out that we have many students in our university from Austria. And uh, later I got to know that Russian is one of the this option languages at university. So students at universities, yeah, so they can choose Russian mm. as a second language to learn. Yeah. So that was a shock for me. Yeah. But that, by the way, uh, this thing inspired me to teach Russian. Yeah. So after that, I started. You mentioned Serbs are learning Russian also and that for them it's quite easy. For me, it's also very interesting, like how close are the Slavic languages and what kind of languages would you say have the most common things with Russian language? Is it Serbian? What about Polish? Is Polish completely different or is it also similar in some respects? I'm not an expert in this field. Yeah, I can say that I heard Polish or Serbian or other languages a lot. I would say that you can find similar words in all the languages, mm. but and 
still the same number of differences. Yeah. So with each language, you have some words in common, some words different, and it was all affected by, I don't know, other countries. Yeah. So uh, the countries that these countries are close to. Yeah. So we all mix up with our neighbors. Yeah. And that shapes each language. So I'm not sure I can answer this question clearly so that it can be true. Yeah. So I don't want to confuse people. Understand. understand. But definitely it's a benefit if one wants to learn Serbian, for example, if they know a little bit of Russian, it makes it probably easier or the other way around. As you said, for Serbs, it's quite easy to learn Russian, apparently. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I lived in Austria and I attended their German classes. And there was a guy from Serbia and he was like my neighbor and we were sitting yeah, together at the mm -hmm. class. And each time he didn't understand something in German, he asked me, so what is this in Russian? <laughs> I'd say like this word, ah, yeah, now I understand. So sometimes when he couldn't understand the word in German, so he asked me this translation in Russian and it helped him. Yeah. Just say it's like caught. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's a word. Uh, for sure, it can help. It can help a lot. Great. And how long does it usually take for a foreigner to become proficient in Russian? For example, I myself, I learned Russian now for six years, something like that. And only, yes, and only in the last two years, I really use it in daily life and so on. So it was quite a long way and I'm not proficient in Russian. I wouldn't say that, but... I can basically have a conversation now. So how long does it normally take for a foreigner to become proficient? Well, of course, it depends on the number of hours you practice, how often you do this, what your motivation is, yeah, schedule, if you have language experience. So there are many factors that influence. Yeah, For example, if Russian is the first foreign language you learn in your life, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. If you speak another language and then you start learning Russian, it might be easier. So the more languages you speak, yeah, the easier it is to learn another language and Russian, of course. First of all, it depends on your language experience. Then motivation. Yeah, so if you have motivation to learn, so you need it for job or for studies or for relationships, yeah, it will be faster, of course. Normally. It takes something like 1,000 hours to become proficient. So this is if you practice daily and for one, two, three hours. Like it depends on all the factors I mentioned before. Yeah. But it's a long way. To learn Russian is a long way. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. It's, of course, it's possible. But yeah, if you want to speak Russian proficiently, if you want to be fluent in Russian, you should be ready to go a long way. It's uh, great that it's possible to become proficient in Russian for a foreigner. But is it possible to speak Russian like a native? Because, for example, I learned English since like second grade or something like that. Still, when I speak to someone, it's quite obvious that I'm not a native English speaker because I have a strong German accent. And I think it will not be possible in my life to change it no matter if I live in the U.S. for 10 years or how long ever. But is it possible or are there some examples of people who speak Russian now like a native, where you don't hear the difference anymore? I know a guy and first I met him, I was sure he was Russian. 
Yeah. And when people told me, I asked his name. So at first I heard him speaking to someone and I couldn't notice anything different you know, from Russian native speakers yeah, in his speech. And then we started to talk and I asked him, so what's your name? He said, Zach. Zach doesn't sound Russian, yeah? Mm. Like Zachary. I'm Zachary Nelson. <laughs> like, Are you Russian or? Mm. So, no, I'm American. I said, why? What? <laughs> How is this possible? Yeah. Uh, but that was long ago. So that was my first experience. Yeah. So first time I heard a foreigner speaking Russian so perfectly. And yeah, so he's an American. But many Americans, they think that it's not possible to speak Russian as a native. So they find it extremely difficult to reduce their accent. Yeah. Mm. In case of Zach, that was not a problem. Do you so, know how many years like he lived in Russia or how did he do it? Yeah, he used to live in Russia. So he was in Russia. He studied at my university. Before that, he lived in Ukraine. And after he finished the university here in Russia, so that was not, that was a course. So after he finished the course, he went back to Ukraine. And I guess that was something like two, three years for him. Wow. He must be some kind of genius because it's quite rare to see something like that. Are there many examples of people who studied Russian and then they moved to Russia also? Or maybe they visit the country or yeah, like... They make a business in Russia and so on. What is like the ratio of people who have interest in learning Russian and then they move also to? As I said in the very beginning, yeah, so many people move to Russia because of their family. Yeah. So they start a family here and so from some, for the first time they live in two countries and then they finally move to Russia. Yeah. So how many, I guess it's hard to say how many people do this. Yeah. Because it's all personal. So I know. A friend of mine, for example, yeah, so now he's my friend. He is from England and he first, he went to China to teach English there. And then he met my friend there in China and then they both moved to Moscow. Yeah. And he taught English in Moscow school. Yeah. So he lived for some time here in Russia. Yeah. But now he's somewhere in Kyrgyzstan or I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, also because of Russian language, he's there. Mm. To be honest, at the moment, I can't say how many. I guess mm. before there were many, there were more people who stayed here. So generally, you told us 10 years of experience you have. Maybe you can tell us some resources and ways people can learn Russian on their own if they don't want to have a formal like Russian education or something like that. What would you recommend? Should they watch like TV series? Should they listen to music? What is the best way to learn Russian on your own? So if starting from the basics, you mean? I guess if you start just from watching series, <laughs> yeah, that might be a problem. Yeah, mm. because, well, especially for those people who whose language is different from Russian in terms of phonetics. Yeah, because the first thing to start is to learn the alphabet and the sounds, of course everyone and there are so many free resources now on the internet where you can learn it by the way there is a website it's from pushkin institute so this website is created by pushkin institute and the website is called pushkininstitute.ru there are courses there so you just have to register the courses are for free you register you do a test before, so to to check your level, yeah, and then you just do the course 
according to your level. And you can learn the Russian there from the basics. So you can be just a complete beginner to learn it. We live in the era of the internet and free mm. resources. <laughs> yes. And there are many free resources. By the way, today I asked my followers to fill in a questionnaire about his experience of learning Russian. And as a gift, I give them a brochure with 15 free online resources where they can learn Russian. So it's not a problem at all. So if you want to learn Russian and I don't know, you don't have enough finances to learn it with a teacher or you just want to try first be before you make a decision to start learning with a teacher. So you can try it for free with a great number of free online resources. But still, I recommend to start with a teacher. Yeah. Also a great way might be if people follow you on the social media accounts, because uh, they always get like a little video, like every day, right? Or every second day. And mm -hmm. there you explain like a sound or something like that. And that's, that is not really effort that people have to put in, but they just get like a little video and it's like a natural thing. It's interesting to watch. Maybe if you're on the bus someplace or something, you don't have to put so much effort into it. And What do you think about Duolingo? Because I used Duolingo for a long time. Like every morning when I woke up, I did a little bit of Duolingo. And it was also like not real effort. But then in the end, like the accumulation of every day you do it for five minutes, 10 minutes or something, it gives a great effect. What do you think about Duolingo? I love Duolingo. I used to learn a bit German. And I started to learn French there. But I just learned a couple of phrases and then I gave up. <laughs> it was I, because I don't have motivation, to be honest, learn French. In terms of effectiveness, I guess Duolingo is good as, as an additional way to learn. I'm not sure you can learn the language from zero, yeah, from scratch, <laughs> yeah, just using Duolingo. Mm. So if you learn with a teacher and you just practice in Duolingo for 15 minutes a day, just to broaden your vocabulary, Then, yes. And maybe to practice some structures you've learned with the teacher. Yeah. Then, yes. So as the only resource, I wouldn't say it's that effective. But it's my opinion. Yeah. Mm. Can be different. Sure. And on a more advanced stage, I would definitely recommend people also to watch Russian series and so on. Because there's so much great content. I never really realized how much good a series and so on are there in Russian language. For example, I'm watching this new series. It's called Fandorin i Azazel or something. And I have, I, watch it, yeah. I have the subtitles on and I don't really understand much what is going on there. But then I asked like a Russian friend of mine and he also didn't understand much what was going on in the series because it's so fast paced and so on. Mm. Generally speaking, there's so much great content in Russian that you can watch probably with the subtitles on. And this is also probably a big step because if you just learn a language, And you don't have really an interest in what you're watching, right? Then it's very difficult. But if you're interested in the content and then it's like a byproduct of learning the language to some extent. I'm sure that learning the language should be fun. So if you see it as fun, then it's a different story. Yeah. So if you suffer from learning the language, you will, never, you will never speak. Yeah. And you should find your own way to make it fun. Yeah, for some people, it's watching series. For some people, it's watching movies. For some people, it's reading books. For some, listening to podcasts. For example, I love listening to podcasts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, that's how I improved my English, by the way, yeah? Because I started listening to podcasts daily. And you just need to find the way you do this, yeah? Mm. So, by, by the way, have you listened to my podcast? I did not yet, but I really want to listen to your podcast. Maybe you can tell the audience also what is the name of your podcast and how they can find it. It's called Sound Russian. Yeah, actually, I renamed my Instagram profile. So it was, it had a different name before, and then I renamed it to Sound Russian because of the name of my podcast. Uh, actually, I have an app. So it's not only a podcast, it's an mm. application. It runs on iOS and Android. So you can listen to podcasts there. You can read the scripts. The scripts are in uh, Russian, in English. There is a list of vocabulary with the most interesting, in my opinion, most interesting words. And uh, you can even do some exercise after that. So you can practice the vocabulary. So that was my idea to do, the, to do it because... I knew by my own experience that just listening to a podcast is great, yeah? But you need to practice. So you hear great words, phrases, but if you do not use them after listening, yeah? So they just go away, they disappear. You forget them straight away. So it's very important to try to practice to use all the words you heard, yeah? That, actually, I decided to create such an app to create such a product because I had a lack of some such a thing in English. So as an English learner, yeah, that was a lack for me. So I needed something like that and I realized, oh, I can do something like that for Russian learners. Yes, <laughs> that would be an advantage for them. And for me, yeah, as a teacher. Yeah, so you can find it on uh, Google. It's called Play Market. Yeah, Google, Google Play, Google Play, sorry. Yeah, or App Store. Just sound Russian and it's there. Sounds... Awesome. Now, if people want to listen to an episode, which episode would you recommend them to listen first to? It depends on their level. So all the episodes, they are divided into five categories. And there is a category, like simple speech. Yeah. So where we just talk, we try to talk slowly and distinctly there with my co-host, Denise. Yeah. And so... There are episodes on different topics like coffee, I don't know, taxi, anything. Yeah. Actually, if you use the app, you will see there five free episodes. So the app is not free. Yeah. If you want to use the whole content, you need to buy a sus subscription. But if you want to try, so there are five episodes there and five episodes, one episode from each category. Yeah. Awesome. I think after the conversation, I will immediately download this app okay. and, listen to the, and listen to the episodes that you recommended at the moment. So maybe for the last question, maybe some people, they have already knowledge about Russian language, but they're a little bit afraid to speak in daily life and so on. How can they overcome the fear of speaking? Each time I hear that I'm afraid to speak, yeah. So it's so scary. What? How can I speak? It's so difficult. I always say, guys, when Russians and all people in this world, when they hear a foreigner speaking their native language, the listener, yeah? So I'm, I'm a Russian person. And when I see a foreigner and he speaks Russian, no matter how he does this, I admire this person. Yeah? 
So people feel admiration to those who speak their language. And it's not, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. I make a mistake. I mispronounce this word or this sound. Don't think about this. Yeah. Because each time you speak to a native speaker, you talk to a native speaker, the native speaker admires you because you speak the language. Yeah. You do this. So this is the most important thing because many people just don't speak because of some feeling of embarrassment. And that's what I try to explain to my students yeah and all other people yeah so those are very encouraging words there people if they want to follow you i repeat again they can find you under your account name it's called sounds or sound russian sounds sound sounds russian official actually i had to add this official because sound russian was not vacant Okay, it, it reminded me of Donald Trump had always the account name. It was called Real Donald Trump Official or something like that. So it reminded me of that a little bit. Yeah, Very... many, many people add this official, yes. yeah, because, I don't know, maybe because there can be many fake pages for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was not afraid of somebody creating a fake page with a similar name. It was just a measure because the name I wanted to use was not vacant. So yeah, it's sound Russian official. Great. Victoria, many thanks for taking the time today for coming on to the Why Russia podcast. And maybe in the future we can again, maybe in a year or so on, we can check again if the interest in the world has changed. Maybe it's not so much India and Turkey anymore, or maybe it's other countries. We will watch the situation and maybe in the future we can again record an episode one day. Thank you very much. With pleasure, yeah. See you. Maybe now you're interested in moving to Russia or maybe you even have some questions regarding a visa for the Russian Federation. If this is the case, I can wholeheartedly recommend the team of movingtorussia.ru. They have answers regarding all the matters of relocating to Russia. To remind you once again, it is called movingtorussia.ru. Just type into your browser moving to Russia.ru